0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now, from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story, administrators at Northwestern University now face a third lawsuit from a former member of the Wildcats football team alleging hazing and other improper activity. begins Justin Richards reports is the latest challenge facing the Evanston School more than a week after the firing of head coach Pat Fitzgerald. Another former Northwestern football player has filed a lawsuit against the university. Identified as John Doe number 3, the suit was filed in Cook County through his attorney, Patrick Salby, Jr., Salvi is representing all three of the former players that have recently filed suits related to the hazing scandal. Also in common is the time frame. All three of the recent lawsuits have come from players that were on the team from 2018 and up to last year. The lawsuit from John Doe number 3 alleges that university leadership knowingly allowed a culture of hazing that involved sexual abuse and racism. The lawsuit targets university leadership and recently fired head football coach Pat Fitzgerald. Johnson Richards, News Radio, 1059 B F. We can take a closer look at the controversy surrounding the university's athletic department on the new edition of our Looped In podcast available on the Odyssey app. The parents of a 14 year old boy who died from injuries sustained in an accident in Hensdale say they are devastated and will forever have a large hold in their hearts. Sean Richards have been in the hospital since Monday when an SUV smashed into the front window of Fontano Subs. He died yesterday. All the Burke masses from Saint Isaac Joke's Catholic Church in his to CBS 2. Sean was an outstanding young man. If we wanted to have a a, a product of our school, it would be Sean. Faith-filled, kind, uh, fun. Four others were injured in the incident, and there's no word on charges. You may have seen video gambling like consoles called sweepstakes machines popping up in bars and other places in the city. One alderman wants to shut that down. 15th Ward alderman Raymond Lopez says so called sweepstakes machines are increasingly turning up in Chicago establishments. They are prolific, and you see adults, you see children, you see all kinds of people engaging in these games because they are unregulated, illegal. So he wants them outlawed, but that doesn't mean Lopez is against gaming machines. He favors legalized video gaming in the city. It's legal elsewhere in the state. My goal with my ordinance is to prohibit them, expressly prohibit them in the city of Chicago and allow for the video gaming, which is the legal version, which we can license, which we can monitor and which we can control to generate revenue for the city. Lopez introduced his proposed ordinance at this week's council meeting. At City Hall, Craig Delamore, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A new electric vehicle plan will be opening in the southwest suburbs focused on manufacturing electric buses. Senator Dick Durbin at the grand opening of Lion Electric's bus manufacturing plant in Joliet. He says the climate crisis is not on its way. It's already here. The emissions from diesel school buses have long contributed to lung conditions in children, including asthma. Each year, diesel buses emit millions of tons of greenhouse gases into our atmosphere. If you've been outside this summer, you know that's a problem. And Joliet's mayor says the new plant will bring 1,400 new jobs to Joliet. Navy Pier, the starting point for an annual long-distance boat race to Mackinac Island in Michigan. Over 240 boats will make the 333-mile trek across the lake, and the first boats are setting off now. Wayne Titus, a watch commander on a boat out of Kalamazoo, tells CBS2 that Lake Michigan can be challenging. It is an inland sea, and the, the uh, wave heights here and the wave periods, how close the waves are, is quite is quite different than when you're sailing in the Caribbean or in the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific. Um, so it, it's much different, uh, but, it's, but it's just as dangerous. Well, the faster racing division sets out on Saturday. The race takes most of the boats 40 to 60 hours to finish, with the fastest and smallest boats able to finish in less than a day. Sesame Street characters will be making their way to Cook County Drug Court in the coming months. Cook County's Drug Court is one of three in the nation trying this new program, using Sesame Street videos to make it more plain to children what's going on with their parents or other relatives who have substance abuse disorders, and to make it clear to them it's not their fault. Judge Charles Burns likes the concept. I think it's it's cutting edge. I mean, it is something that we really need to address because, as we know, Drug abuse and and criminal behavior can be generational. And the last thing we want is to ignore the issues that uh, the young adults, the children are facing um, because they can't talk about it. Drug court personnel are being trained now in the use of the new program, which should start in the coming months. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 105.9 WBBS. For decades, Tony Bennett regularly played at Ravinia. Today, he's being missed and fondly remembered. If there isn't any artist in the world that you think of when you think of Ravinia, it's this gentleman, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett performed at Ravinia more than 40 times. I love being here. It's one of my favorite experiences in my life. That from Ravinia's archives. Eric Soderstrom is the senior artistic producer at Ravinia. You know, I I have a heavy heart because Tony was a huge part of Ravinia over the years, um, decades, in fact. He was such a gracious man and an amazing artist. They all said we'd never get together. They laughed at us and how. An oil painting done by Tony Bennett called "Ravinia: Music Under the Stars" was gifted to the venue and is on display. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM. Prosecutors are pushing for more forensic testing in the murder case of a DeKalb teenager. The Daily Chronicle reports prosecutors are asking for a fingerprint test as well as a DNA swab of Timothy Doll to see if they match the evidence found with the body of Gracie Sasso Cleveland. Prosecutors say the 29-year-old Doll killed the 15-year-old on May 4th after engaging in an inappropriate relationship with her for months. The was charged in connection with her death and remains held without bond pending trial. Chicago's planned commission advanced a plan for a development on the west side that would include a brewery. The mixed-use project would include 460 units. Twenty percent of them would be offered as affordable. The development at Morgan & Kinsey would also feature a Guinness brewery and tap room. The surrounding area would get some more public space, bike parking spaces, and a new divvy station. The City Council will consider the proposal later this year. Cisco Koto News Radio 1059, WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059, WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up to date news and information. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?